Hey everyone, I'm Tiffany Dillon. And I'm Kevin Dillon. And welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast. Every week we bring three headlines to the table, two of which are fake, fake and one of which is real. Real. And we try to guess which is which and we have a little bit of fun along the way. Yeah. Um, you can find us on all the social media sites. Uh, we are on Twitter at FakeHeadPod. You can search for us on Facebook at Fake Headlines Podcast. And now we're on Instagram, also at Fake Headlines Podcast. So give us a follow. Fake Headlines Podcast is sponsored by Kitty Box Press. Kitty Box Press is an independently owned print shop located in Rochester, New York. Each piece is handcrafted using only eco-friendly materials, resulting in a beautiful artisan work. With no minimum orders, no setup fee, and made with lots of love, Kitty Box Press wants to be your go-to screen printer. Kitty Box Press can print just about anything from t-shirts to totes to posters and invitations. Follow Kitty Box Press on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to visit them at kittyboxpress.com for more information. Thanks, Kitty Box Press. Thank you. Uh, you started recording. But just let me get through this very intense moment. We're in the last part now of American Ninja Warrior, where this girl is about to run up the lady ramp. <laughs> what did you call it? A lady ramp. The lady ramp. Yeah, it's a steep ramp. With lights on it. Yeah. Oh, the, the lady ramp. Yes, the, of Yeah, course. the lady ramp. Oh, yeah, you're right. She's got it. She's got Oh, uh, fail boat. Do you only get one chance? I think you only get one shot. I'm not going to miss my <laughs> shot. I wasn't sure if you were going to go in. she's going it. again. Oh, oh. oh, that was sad. She like slid down the wall. That's got to oh. be, that's got to burn her entire she's front. She's got this. She's got this. Oh, she's got a buddy. Is she taking her shoes off and trying them? Oh, she's got a coach. This is very exciting, you guys. It's a wall coach. It's a wall coach. All right. She's shaking her hands. Shaking, shaking her out. limbs. Getting ready. She's going to climb up the lady wall. She's All got right. People yelling. All right. She's got one hand up. Oh, she goes. Oh, oh. Yeah. Ooh, she did it. Look at her go. Wow. That's some good for her. I don't know if she won money, but she got through the challenge. That's pretty good. She's like a tiny little petite thing, too. Or she's like a gymnast or something. Real spark plug. Oh, she's very excited. Whoa. <laughs> Well, good for her. That was very riveting, you guys. Wow, that was excitement. It was so exciting. I had to. I had to watch it. Wow. Welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number eleven. Number eleven. This episode, we talk about American Ninja Warrior ad nauseum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin sings a little Lin Manuel Miranda uh, in uh, Hamilton. We're, uh, we're, we're, we try to reach everybody with, yeah. this, uh, with this podcast. Yeah. A little, little something for everybody. A little bit of everything, yeah. You into mm-hmm. ninjas, we got you covered. Yeah. You into Broadway hits, we got you covered. You into history, we got you covered. We got you covered. In How about hip-hop raps? <laughs> hip-hop raps. Hip-hop raps. We've got hip-hop raps on our show. <laughs> Don't, Don't you, you know? know. Yeah. yeah. High five. Boom. I wish you could get the sound on that, but I know that was like the weakest <laughs> high five. That was a sad high I five. I didn't look at your elbow. That's that w- the trick. That was a high five worthy of two uh, 
two middle-aged people uh middle-aged how <laughs> dare rap, you sir rapping <laughs> <laughs> i should hope that i live <laughs> well past my early 60s yeah that's true one middle-aged person and is much younger <laughs> more beautiful wife is what i meant to say <laughs> it's much better <laughs> A high five worthy of such a pair. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, sorry. Sounds about right. Yeah. Hey, before we get started, Tiff, I want to point out something. On on last week's episode, we talked a little bit about Arby's and sleeping in an Arby's. And we started talking about where the name Arby's comes from. Yeah. And during the show, I mentioned that Arby's was a uh, morphing of the initials of the two, two pails two founders first names which and i was incorrect and here on fake headlines podcast when we give you misinformation we like to straighten it out the next week dang it we want to be correct we do so to clarify the, the name arby's comes from ooh, our, our lights are flickering we have flickering lights in our, in our home right now there's just the mere mention it's of arby's ghost of arby's <laughs> and I, our <laughs> i've upset the beef gods <laughs> Blink twice if you have the meats. Oh, it did. It, it did once. It did once. It does not have the meats. Wow. All right. This ghost that we're being haunted by is a it, vegetarian. It, it, <laughs> I think is what we're learning. Do you have the beets? Nothing. Uh, the, uh, nothing. Okay. No beets. Okay. What about beets as in the vegetable? Nope. nope nothing. No, okay. I, uh, well, right. that's what I meant. But. <laughs> do you know? Do I didn't mean you, the- <laughs> are you the ghost of Dwight Schrute? It's blinking. It's blinking. <laughs> oh Mose. man, it's going crazy. That oh, light it's is going Mose. crazy. Okay. Ah, uh, you know, look, we're really into paranormal stuff on this show. We talk about it quite a bit, but I do know that this is not a ghost that's haunting our lights right now. Those are um, LED lights, and I think one of them's starting to go, so they start to yeah. blink like that. But it is giving us a quite a strobe effect, which matching by the downstairs neighbor's music, it feels like we're in a disco right now. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can't hear it at home, but we're being, our feet are being massaged by the sweet, sweet bass of some techno from downstairs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It feels quite good, actually. Yeah. Um, but getting back to Arby's, as the light flickers, in, the light flickering intensifies when the mere mention of Arby's. <laughs> uh, so Arby's was founded in uh, Boardman, Ohio in 1964 by Forrest and Leroy, Leroy Raphael, or Raffle, owners of a restaurant equipment business who thought that there was a market opportunity for a fast food franchise based on f- a food other than hamburgers. And the brothers wanted to call their restaurant Big Tex, but there was already uh, an, uh, that was already being used by a different uh, business, so instead they chose the name Arby's based on R B, the initials for Raffle Brothers. Oh, so that's, that's what, what Arby's it stands is. for. Yes, yeah. so okay. it's not their first names; it's their last name. And I wanted to clarify that because I felt people yeah. at home deserve to know the truth about Arby's. And I need to confess that I I called it a cowboy hat, and I was very incorrect. It's actually a Pharrell hat. So <laughs> I just I want to make sure that, that we want to keep it real here, you know? Thank you for being honest and, and coming yeah. clean with that. I appreciate mm-hmm. it, and I think our listeners appreciate that as well. Yeah. But that's probably why it's the cowboy hat, because they wanted to call it Big Tex, right? So they have a big, like, Texas hat. Right, and, and maybe that's where I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. a 10-gallon hat. 10 gallons filled with beef. Yeah, they have the meats. They do. I just, um, it is, 
uh, like 10, uh, 10 p.m. Should we turn this light off when and just here? do the show in the dark? Yeah, I yeah, I don't. It's making me nauseous. Yeah, I, that's kind of bothering me. That light. Um, oh, there we go. That's not. And so now bad. we just look like a couple. Of, well, I just want to point out first of all that I look like a complete lunatic <laughs> because I'm wearing headphones, holding a mic, hand on my hip, wearing my big comfy robe. I'm gonna take a picture of you. Uh, with a bag of Skittles in front of me. So I'll post that to our Instagram. Story. Do you want the flickery light on? Uh, sure. Let's try it. Yeah, let's try it with the flickery light. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) there it is. Those moments of silence are me smiling, so. (laughs) Silent Smiles. That was the name of my first uh, spoken word album. Aww. It was all poetry I wrote from high school. That's so nice. It was not. It was a terrible album. No one bought it, and it stunk. Oh. (laughs) That's nice. (laughs) <laughs> You're so positive. I'm just trying to be a supportive wife. You're so positive for a Monday evening <laughs> after a long day of work. Uh, even though I'm dressed like Garfield after a long day. <laughs> after a long day of work and disappointment, we decide to record yeah. our show. <laughs> but hey, just try to keep it light, you know? We do have a 54-ounce bag of Skittles here. Thank you so much to our um, friend who is about to give birth any day now. And uh, she was she was craving Skittles. And uh, if Skittles would like to be our sponsor, that would be pretty cool. (laughs) But anyway, so she was really craving Skittles and to her and her pregnant mind in that moment, she was like one teeny tiny little bag just will not do. I'm going to buy this big ass bag of Skittles. (laughs) And she ate like maybe three handfuls of it. (laughs) She bought a bag of Skittles the size of the baby. Yeah, that that she's about to <laughs> give birth to. About the to. same weight. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're gonna like if the baby was on a like if it was a Indiana Jones type thing where they were, you wanted to steal the baby but you had to like wait wait it down. Oh, like switch it out switch with it the out, like, yeah. That mm-hmm. you would you would use this bag. You'd use that bag with the baby. Yeah. Why is a baby in Swap a weird it. old cave? I don't, I don't know. know. Babies are valuable. <laughs> and this baby is quite valuable because we love our friends. Um. Yeah. So. uh so you now know, we've been eating Skittles constantly for like three days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My uh, teeth are falling out already. and uh, I'm our, our dentists are very excited. They, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, so of the 54 ounces that we've received, I probably have had two ounces, I'm going to guess, in the last couple of days, judging by the weight of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I myself am not a big candy person, but I enjoy some Skittles uh, in limited quantities. Yeah, see, that's the problem here, because whenever we buy a, a snack, and we don't have a... I mean, we have a good amount of snacks here, but they're healthy for the most part. But anytime we buy, like, chips or something, or, like, these Skittles... I'm going to be the one responsible for eating most of them. And then when the bag's gone, I can't like rationalize it by saying, well, Tiffany had some. You didn't. I ate. I'm going to be eating this entire thing and I'm going to feel so crummy about it. That, that's not what I want. Uh, just just like take a handful once in a while and throw them in the garbage just so I think you're eating them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, what's what is what is all of this? Why is there a rainbow in our trash? <laughs> or flush them. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Tiffany, why is there a rainbow in our toilet? <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, Sherbert diarrhea. Uh, <laughs> Sherbert diarrhea was the name of my second spoken word album, which came and out when I was, was in college. 
<laughs> was it di- was it number two? <laughs> it was. <laughs> the album was a solid number two. <laughs> it was a solid number two solid and number really two. full of shit. Uh, it was. <laughs> 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 Man, uh, this is—I can already tell this is gonna go. This is gonna be great. Uh, so, fake headlines podcast. We have some fake headlines. We have some real headlines, and we're gonna try to guess from each other's uh, lists which is real, which is fake, and we're gonna goof on them a little bit. Yeah. Again, we have not seen like Tiffany has not seen these stories, and I have not seen the stories Tiffany's prepared. So, this conversation is fully improvised yeah i guess like a, like a normal like a well, no- like a normal conversation yeah yeah like you don't, I don't say i had an improvised conversation with my friend recently i don't i don't usually come into conversation with like topics prepared unless it's like with my therapist like that's, <laughs> that's <Right>. what, <laughs> do you play fake headlines with her <laughs> <laughs> i ought to <laughs> all right one of these things i'm i'm about to tell you is real and the other two are fake <laughs> Good luck trying to figure that out. She's like, mm, let me prescribe this to you. <laughs> Perhaps a stronger oh. doctor than what I'm prepared to deal with. Oh, man. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. She doesn't listen. No. she. Well, she may. Uh, who knows? No, she doesn't know the name of it. She doesn't know the name of the show. I, I haven't told her anyway. Me either. Uh, so who wants to go first? You want to read your headlines or you want me to read my headlines first? Uh, I'm trying to remember the order it doesn't matter you why don't i'll you, read mine first yeah i'll read mine first yeah we're on the same page so yes. cool okay all right headline number one internet sensation gershberm's girl opens <laughs> <laughs> i'll start over <laughs> uh, that was so unexpected i'm so sorry internet, internet sensation gershberm's girl opens dental practice in california that's adorable. Internet sensation Gershberm's girl opens dental practice in California. Gershberm! <laughs> I hope everyone knows what that is. If not, we'll get into it. It's fine. Uh, article number two. Artist eyeing record for world's largest paper airplane. Say that one more time. Artist eyeing record for world's largest paper airplane. Okay. Eyeing record. As eyeing in record. they have their eye on the prize. They do. They have the eye of the tiger. <laughs> I, I wish I could sing that. Um, not that I can't. I just, we can't afford it. Uh, record. <laughs> Airplane. Okay. And, and article number three, Chicago student creates Keurig-like machine for calzones. I, Chicago student creates a Keurig-like machine for calzones. Ben Wyatt would love this. He would. Okay. Chicago Calzones Keurig. I'm just, those are my keywords. Okay. Okay. My eyes are still adjusting to like the drastically darker (laughs) environment that we're now in. Here, let me turn this on. This will help. We have a tiny on air sign that'll assist us. Oh, that did. Oh, why is that flashing? Come on. Oh, there. Oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) We good. Um, cool. Okay. Gershberg opens dental practice. So Gershberg's girl opens a dental practice in California. I I probably could do this entire segment in that voice, but I, I don't want people to just be like, no, (laughs) unsubscribe. That would be the the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to do that to you. 
Um, but I want to so bad. Uh, she opens a dental practice. Well, that's sweet because, okay, if if you don't know who the Gershberms girl is, um, I'm going to give you a moment to go um, pull yourself under the rock, out from under the rock <laughs> that you've been under. For five years. For five years. And somehow missed the the goosebumps girl who uh was a meme for a while and she was a real person right um and in the photograph she uh it looks like she received a one of the goosebumps goosebumps books yeah for christmas or um maybe whatever holiday she was celebrating maybe it was her birthday i don't know maybe it was book day maybe it was book day maybe she was part of the book it program pizza Hut book it club maybe yeah she was, maybe she was gonna get a personal pan pizza yeah and that's exciting that is exciting yeah so this so this picture surfaced somehow online i don't know where it came or how it was discovered uh but she so she was like a 10 or 11 years old she was holding the goosebumps books and making a making a funny face like just like a like she was probably i don't know maybe like 10 10 or 11 i believe if, if i recall correctly so she was like a normal kid being excited not really thinking about the expression that she was making right it was just like complete light up expression of excitement right and because of the way that her face was her mouth was shaped in the picture because she was making a kind of a face the meme grishberms yes became a thing and she had braces right which is why the the dental part is probably important right so then she so this picture was posted online just innocently someone saw it you know somebody then made it into a meme and it blew up for a few years i hope her feelings were never hurt by that i'm not really sure um, I think she, like, if I recall correctly, she was like, kind of like, this is my 15 minutes of fame kind of thing. Like, I can't believe that this dumb thing is what <laughs> I'm going to be remembered for. But it was, a th- you know, it was a thing. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And I remember they asked, um, who wrote Goose- Goosebumps? R.L. R.L. Stein. R.L. Stein. So R.L. Stein was, I remember R.L. Stein was getting annoyed because people kept asking R.L. Stein on Twitter, have you seen this? Kept tagging them in oh pictures. Oh my god! And so he was like, why are you, or is it a he I'm, or she? I don't know who R.L. Stein is. Whoever R.L. Whatever, whoever R.L. Stein is. I think is. I've always assumed R.L. Stein was a man. Yeah, but I don't know for but sure. I, yeah, I actually don't know because I read those books. Yeah. A lot when I was a kid. So this became a huge meme because people like you, it hit hit you where you lived. It, yeah, and this was, girl uh, was probably she's, she's probably age. about my age. A, yeah, a millennial. Yeah. And um, so yeah, so our whole time was like, are you? I don't get this. Like, are you making fun of this person? Like, I don't understand what this is. Like, they just didn't understand the whole point of it. And um, but yeah, so. <laughs> everything okay over there? Yeah, I was just checking levels. Okay. I I can't see them right. so. So, um, yeah, so then uh, that's the whole story of Gershberms there. But, yeah, so apparently Gershberms girl has uh, opened a dental practice. Wow. Well, I, I you know, uh, I think that as, as a person who is now an adult who had braces when I was a child, I think that it it did cause me to take a little bit better care of my teeth. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure. Than like normal kids. I'm right. sure a lot of kids are like, man, I don't want to brush my teeth. That's a difficult thing to do. <laughs> That's a difficult thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a difficult thing here. See? <laughs> and I'm not going to do it. I think when my sister had her braces taken off, there was like 20 cavities lurking below them or something crazy. Oh, really? Like that. Yeah. There was a lot. Sorry, Jen. Didn't mean to share your dental history <laughs> to more the world. I don't, I don't know <laughs> how um, my teeth weren't 
worse. But um, yeah, I mean, after I got my braces off, I think I took better care of yeah. my teeth somehow. I lucked out and didn't need braces. Like I, for some reason, did I lucked out totally. I both love you so 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 much but i also really despise the fact that you were born with such perfect teeth <laughs> they're not perfect <laughs> they are you guys i've seen them <laughs> up close you have you've seen them the closest i of have anybody, really yeah other than your dentist <laughs> that's true now, can you imagine gershburns being you know i was just thinking if gershburns was your dentist and they were like if they talked, if this person talked in that voice, the Gershberger's voice, yeah, and like if you were getting work done, and you're like, are you mocking me because I can't <laughs> talk right now because I got like things in my mouth. Here we go, diggity teed. Here we go. What are you saying? I can't talk. <laughs> I just go That's back. always the worst though when you're at the dentist and they ask you questions and you're like, I feel like I should respond in a full sentence. Yeah. But, but they still seem to know what your response is though. It's quite quite remarkable I, I think part of dentistry school is probably um like they do group exercises where maybe you partner up and your partner has it's it's kind of like that new game where you like have that stuff stuff in your mouth yeah you have like say they have they have like a mouth guard in their mouth and like they try uh, to say full sentences yeah, and you're yeah. like I okay it's I like a board think, game right yeah. yeah yeah and they're like francine is saying um <laughs> she has a pet dog named Carl. <laughs> How did you get that from? <laughs> Amazing. I'm just very good. I'm a, a good plus. listener. Yeah. You're a dentist now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if it, it, I mean, maybe, it, I mean, sure, there is a lot more to Gershberm's girl. Yeah. Um, than just that meme. Than just that meme. She's a real person. I'm sure she has a name also. Right. I'm, there's plenty of unflattering photos of me out there that if, God forbid, they ended up online. Oh, goodness gracious. Me too. That's one, of my, that's one of my biggest fears because I'm super paranoid is that I'll be in public and something like I'll be eating something and like someone will take a picture of it and I'll become a meme. Or like they do <laughs> like the those news segments and they're talking about people who... Uh, fit a certain body type and right. they they film on the rise <laughs> every single part of your body except for your head but right. you're like um you guys that's me i can i know those cargo shorts anywhere <laughs> that's me eating fries on the street <laughs> that's why i don't eat outside i will only eat indoors uh-huh because when you're on the street you're you know you, you don't have an expectation of privacy if someone takes your picture like you really can't do much about it. Free range street eats. It's too much. <laughs> Free range street eats. Coming up on the Food Network. Free range street eats. <laughs> where we take unflattering photos of you eating food in public. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a wacky photo of a guy with like ketchup spilled on his shirt. Like, sorry. <laughs> you know what I would like? You know how they have those restaurants where they you eat in the dark because it's supposed to like add to like the could because you aren't seeing what you're eating. It adds to the other senses, so then that things taste a little better. I'm not okay with that. Have you heard of this? I would. I have heard of that before. I would do that as long as I like. I would need to see the food first, and then you could like slowly dim the lights, so then I could just eat pizza like a maniac, and no one can see me. Like I would do that. Yeah, I guess I could do that. But I'd be afraid of being tricked somehow if I was. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like I would need to know exactly what I'm eating. I need Mm -hmm. to see what it is that I'm eating. Right. Because then it feels almost like that Halloween game where, like, you put your hand in, like, spaghetti and, like, it's brains. Yeah. I would feel like one of those types of trickery was happening. Yeah, it's upsetting. <laughs> I don't like it. Ooh. Um, yeah, so maybe, maybe, um, 
this girl did grow up to be a dentist and it had nothing to do with the fact that she had braces. Maybe right. she just really had a passion for dental work mm-hmm. and um, beautiful, clean teeth and oral health, which I think is excellent. I, I um, really applaud those people who can handle looking inside the disgusting world of people's mouths. Oh, well, we're looking in other ends of people. Oh, what? Well, any we any, are. No, wait. I was maybe I misheard you. <laughs> I, I meant. To, <laughs> I was thinking. Kevin more, has a secret profession, apparently. <laughs> I look into the ends of things. No, I was Mr. thinking. Mr. Dylan's profession. I, I was thinking of doctors in general that have to look into openings of people. I was thinking that's that's rough. That could be rough. Yeah, that's true. Because a lot of times when you're going to someone to to look, if, when you're going to a doctor to have them look into you, <laughs> usually things aren't going great. <laughs> There's some trouble a brew. <laughs> going back to our therapist, <laughs> like how our therapist looks into my brain and knows that something is amiss. <laughs> there's some there's some things not right. <laughs> All I'm Man, saying is I'm doc- gonna have a conversation <laughs> with my belly button doctor. <laughs> well, if you had to go to a doctor because of your belly button, there's probably something wrong with your belly button, right? Right. So it's not like a great thing to stare into. Well, I mean, you don't necessarily go to the dentist because anything's wrong with your teeth. It's just a matter of maintenance. True, but how many? Same with yeah. But it's still, it's not, I'm sure it's an not OBGYN, pleasant all the time. Right. Right. And that's a, a maintenance type situation most yeah. of the time. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't think anyone really enjoys it on either end. Yeah. I guess, Receiving or viewing. I guess you're right. Like if it was an emergency situation because of something wrong with a, <laughs> with an opening, that's something. But most of your, most of your doctor visits that are related to an opening of your body are more like routine. <laughs> This is a routine Unless checkup. surgery is happening. Yes. Where they may be creating a new opening for you. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. Uh, yes, moving on. <laughs> Article number two. Artist <laughs> eyeing record for world's largest paper airplane. <laughs> what, a, what a shift. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> 54 ounces of Skittles. That's the problem here. Uh, we also had ice cream before. We're very healthy today people, was a, you guys. We, we've eaten like shit today. <laughs> we had, well, we had a salad for lunch. We had a hel- We started out great, you know. We had um, a yogurt and some toast for breakfast. <laughs> a very healthy salad for lunch. A very healthy salad for lunch. And then for for dinner, I had a slice of pepperoni pizza the size of a kite. Uh-huh. It was humongous. Yeah. And then we had ice cream sundaes. <laughs> To be fair, it was all natural <laughs> vanilla ice cream. <laughs> homemade, it said. And that we didn't make it. It said homemade on the packaging, which right. can't be true because it's clearly not homemade. It's made in a factory. But then it had fresh fruit on it. It had a banana. It had right. some cherries. That's true. You did dress fresh these. Fresh cherries, fresh blueberries. You did dress these Sundays up. <laughs> <laughs> Very simple uh, uh, chocolate syrup. And then I had Skittles. And then we had Skittles. Yeah, so we we were not doing well. 
Um, artist eyeing a record for the world's largest paper airplane. I was just thinking about how hard we're going to crash at the end of this. <laughs> um, much like a paper airplane. Coming much to like its, a paper yeah. airplane. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, in the number of attempts that you would make trying to get the best paper airplane. Biggest airplane, right? Biggest, yeah, the, the biggest largest one? paper airplane. Why, why would you even care about, why would you do this? There's well, a lot of dumb records out there. Yeah, there are a lot of records out there so uh okay what i wonder what the biggest one is thus far well i believe this one or i think it was like 20 or 30 feet or more it was pretty big where do you get paper that big i don't know maybe you have to have it specially made i guess you'd have to or like did you ever have these when you were in school where they had like the roll of paper, like maybe in oh, yes. art class or anything yeah, like and that. Yeah, a big yeah. Chop, chopper thing. Chop, the chopper. chop, chop. The chop, chop. Yeah. Yeah, we did have that. So maybe it's a situation like that, maybe. Right, and it's like very precisely mm-hmm. measured. Right, because you couldn't like piece together paper because it would just destroy its ability to fly. You know what I mean? Like if you were to right. glue it or something and It would offset it. The, the weight of it somehow, right. unless you were able to account for that somehow mm. i believe i think it was when i was in seventh grade we'd made uh, we took a piece of poster board and made a paper airplane out of it and threw it out of the window of our eighth grade spanish class and um we all got in trouble for it we were a terrible class that teacher only lasted one year at our school they moved they like left oh yeah, i felt really bad like she we were terrible it wasn't just me our entire class was just disgusting hoodlums but um, yeah, <laughs> but the paper airplane was like one of the final straws. I remember her being very upset about it. Oh, so sorry, so sorry, Mrs. Hamilton, wherever you may be. <laughs> she must be retired by now because this was thirty years ago. I would hope so. I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> or she just left the teaching profession entirely right. and was like, you know what, forget it. Maybe she's the, this paper airplane artist. That yeah, she actually. She, you guys inspired her. We did. Yeah, it took her many years to find the right size paper, the right folds, and then now she's ready to make her mark on the world and erase these terrible memories of eighth grade uh, Spanish <laughs> out in Albion, New yeah. York, and is now ready. Yeah. To make her mark on the world by the making the world's largest paper airplane. Yeah. I think that's got to be it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the the idea that you'd be so inspiring well, to a I, young teacher out there. I'm glad I could you know? inspire You know, I mean, that's that's what life's all about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, you know what? I agree. So I, I wonder if this is... Is is this record like worldwide or nationwide? It's a world record. World the record. World's largest paper okay. airplane, yeah. Okay. So is it, it must be sanctioned by Guinness, right? Because they're the ones That's that what keep makes the sense. world records, right? Mm-hmm. What a weird... Like, there's, there, so there's people that must still work for Guinness that dra- that travel the world like verifying records. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't they just recently have a, a record-breaking... Uh, uh, marriage uh, vow, vow renewals here in Niagara Falls? I believe so. There was something, yeah, something this past weekend where they it was like the world's largest uh, vowel renewal. Not mm-hmm. vowel renewal. That's, Not vowel. That takes place at a doctor's office um, over in Williamsville. Uh, uh, or on Wheel of Fortune. 
<laughs> I like to buy a bowel. <laughs> I thought you said vowel. <laughs> As said, in like I said bowel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the world's largest th- bowel <laughs> movement. What? is happening i thought he said <laughs> vowel as in like v as in victor no like vowel renewal i was like well why didn't he go with like vanna white like some sort of <laughs> reference like that but i guess it could happen at a doctor's office you're right a bowel yeah a bowel uh bowel renewal yeah it's, a, would... it's like a colon cleanse <laughs> the bowel renewal oh hmm. replenishing cool uh, but also uh speaking of records there was a record in also in this area where they it was like the world's la- largest uh, collection of pink flamingos or something like that. Did you see that? No, but I wish I had. Yeah, it was somewhere. I think it was at one of the parks in Buffalo. Where they It was like 150 pink flamingos lined up. for the, It was like the world's longest That's so strange. pink flamingo line. Like, why is there a, a record for the... Like, it's just so... What a dumb world we're in. <laughs> like, we got to break that pink flamingo lineup record. Let's do it this year. Like, who cares? Like, what a waste of everything. I would just want to, like, knock them over, but, like, dominoes afterwards. <laughs> like, yeah! <laughs> It's just it's so that stupid. would be fun, but yeah, I believe that was this past weekend, uh, like at Delaware Park or somewhere, or Olmstead Park, one hmm. of those. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Chicago- can we move on to Kelzones? Yes, yeah, Chicago student creates Keurig-like machine for Kelzones. Okay, so I'm trying to wrap my brain around yeah. how this would work. So a Keurig-like machine for Kelzones. Right. So. So all the ingredients are in like a little box or a little cup type thing. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, it doesn't have to be the same size. Like, I don't don't picture it looking exactly like a a Keurig as far as the cup size. Yeah. It's a little bit bigger. You put, you choose what you want, Mm -hmm. kind of pizza or calzone. You put it in the thing and then it just is able to like press it through and makes the, makes the zone, calzone zone. I can't help but think of how gross that probably is. It probably is. Um, it's like a squishy Lunchable. Yeah. Well, then I think it bakes. Once it comes through the thing, it cooks into the pod. Like, it's not, like, you know, gross. I mean, it's gross, but it's not, you know. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, it's kind of like almost like a George Foreman grill slash Keurig where you put the thing in, it comes through, it, it cooks in the thing, and then, boom, you got this sort of delicious pizza pocket. So, Okay. A kid living in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Do they allow calzones there? <laughs> like, is that outlawed? Like ketchup right. on hot dogs? Right. I think based on the Deep Dish Act of 1942, I believe calzones <laughs> were outlawed. You just hear like the... <laughs> Of the the Keurig like machine. <laughs> I was imagining like, um, I mean the time frame's wrong, but like for like the old west, like the saloon doors flipping open and being like, someone's got a calzone in here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> Someone quickly like kicks the oven door shut. <laughs> <laughs> the name is Sheriff Deep Dish. <laughs> <laughs> the pizza's deep. It's not folded over. <laughs> oh god uh thanks for hanging f- with us folks uh <laughs> i think we we're probably having more fun than anyone else is but we hope that you are also having fun um 
That's really funny. <laughs> Saloon doors. <laughs> oh, and the sheriff walks in and he he like whips around like pepperoni sticks in his pockets <laughs> and then reholsters them. <laughs> There's pepperoni in his spurs. He means business. <laughs> he takes. His, he's like, now that's a deep dish, and he takes his spurs off and he cuts the pizza with it. <laughs> That's what I call a pie. <laughs> Carry on, folks, of Chicago Pizza <laughs> Parlor. <laughs> uh, All right, let's let's get to let's get. So, Chicago student creates Keurig like machine for a calzone. So, which one of these headlines do you think is real? Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay, I'm just going to cut to the chase and say that I think it's the uh, paper airplane. Why? Because it's the least absurd of the three? Yeah. Well, you're 100% correct. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) I I really like that you were able to describe exactly what you thought this invention of the Keurig-like machine could be. I was trying to sell it to you. Yeah, Yeah. you were doing a really great job. You were doing a really great job. Thanks. So, um... I'm very proud of you. That was good. Thank you. I'm proud of you for uh, guessing the right article. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, my gosh. So this comes to us from uh, U.S. News and World Report. Uh, There's an article entitled, Artist Eyeing Record for World's Largest Paper Airplane. So it says, Residents of a Massachusetts city are hoping to set a world record for the largest paper airplane. This is in Fitchburg, Massachusetts. Uh, The Revolving Museum of Fitchburg... Oh, revolving. So is it like revolving, like a revolving restaurant? Or is it just uh, like there's things moving in and out of the museum, I wonder? I would think moving in and out. Yeah, I don't think it's like a revolving. Like what would the lure be of a revolving museum? <laughs> <laughs> Motion sickness. Yeah. Uh, so the revolving museum of Fitchburg revealed a 64-foot-long plane uh, uh, at the Fitchburg Municipal Airport on Tuesday. There was no plan to fly the near one-ton contraption. Fitchburg artist Jerry Beck tells the Sentinel and Enterprise newspaper that he wanted to break the world record for the largest paper airplane to take flight, but the hangar it was built in was too small to accommodate a wide enough wingspan to support the glue-shellacked plane. Oh, so they did use glue. They did, yeah. Yeah, so they must have used that to their advantage in order to allow it to to hold flight. Yeah, it says two people measured the plane at 64 feet, 6 inches long, which Beck says makes it the largest of its kind. He's asking Guinness Records to add this as a new category. So you can't just... So it's not even like there's an existing record. He wants these people that are creating this... They've created this airplane created this the world's largest airplane now they want guinness to certify it so it's not like they're trying to beat a record they're like creating it and declaring themselves the champion right that's weird so that other people can beat that record yeah well i think that's how most of them start out actually yeah because i guess somewhere someone has to be like hey you know what i think we have the world's longest line of pink flamingos lined up let's call guinness (laughs) right yeah they're like well we don't have a category for it i guess you're the winner (laughs) it's just so strange this year we have 101 next year 102 (laughs) right (laughs) so it doesn't actually fly it's just a folded piece of paper that's too big to fly but you know what, though? I, upon further reading... It's the penguin of paper airplanes. 
Uh, this paper airplane does have more leg room than most average U.S. domestic flights, though. Oh. So that is something to think oh, about. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Once it does take flight, it's really going to, you know, j- take off. Uh, I did. I went there. I did it. Stinker. Yep. All right. So that's the real story. That's a stink joke. Yeah. yeah, Mm, Sorry. 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 All right. Hey. Um. Before we go on to my headlines. Yes. I think it's really important for us to give a shout out to uh another podcast who, um, has been around a little bit longer than we have. Mm -hmm. Um. So I think they have uh, over, I think they're on episode 27. I believe so. You're correct. And uh, this person reached out to us and um, was interested in cross-promoting, which I thought was really cool. And um, I think that's really nice to have um, people out there who are new at doing podcasts and really supportive of each other. And that that's really inspiring to be able to do that. And um, we hope to be able to do the same for, for others out there. And... Um, so this person reached out to us. Uh, the name of his podcast is Glenn Thinks Stuff. And uh, you c- I know you can find him on Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, he basically it's it's just Glenn just like what came into his life this week. And so he thinks stuff aloud. And uh, hence the name Glenn Thinks Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And he's um, and it's Glenn with one N. One N. One N Glenn. That's what they used to call him in high school. Yeah. One yeah. N Glenn. That's what I hear. <laughs> um, I, I believe he is from Texas. Um, and I just assume that based on one of his uh, episodes where he talked about um, remembering uh, seeing the Challenger. In, oh, right. With his own eyeballs. Right. I remember that episode too. Yeah. He's a great guy. He's uh, really funny. Um, he's a good listen. Uh, subscribe and like his show over on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Um, he's you know, the show's available pretty much everywhere, like most podcasts are. But yeah, it's Glenn Thinks Stuff. Very cool guy. Very funny show. Really sweet voice. He's got a nice southern accent. <laughs> that was nice. You I thought... listen to him and it would be so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's very funny. Very cool show. Yeah. Again, he just kind of talks about some things that have gone on in his life during the week. And it's it's wildly entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. Check him out. Glenn yeah. Thinks Stuff. He's also available on, uh, check him out on Twitter too. He's got a good Twitter feed going yes. too, Glenn Thinks Stuff. Absolutely. And uh, listen to his episodes uh, for uh, maybe some other podcasts that he might recommend. Um, and uh, yeah, so thanks again, Glenn Thinks Stuff, for giving us a shout yeah, out. Yeah, man. Thanks for reaching out to us. You're a cool dude, and we appreciate your uh, listening thanks. to us. Okay. Let's move on to my article. Let's have them. All right, go Mr. ahead. Mr. Dillon. All right, Mrs. Dillon. All right, all right, all right. Um, I gotta see if I can read this in the dark. Do you want a flashlight? Um, uh, no. Okay, you ready? Yep. Camp counselor saves campers' lives after punching a hungry bear in the nose. <laughs> I forgot that I had to jot these down, so I was holding a flashlight. No, you're good. Camp counselor saves camper, punches bear in nose. Yes. Okay. Okay. Article number two. (laughs) What is hot dog water? (laughs) What is hot dog water? Were you just asking Siri a question or were you reading the headline? I was reading the headline. Okay, okay. It's being sold for $28 a bottle and people are actually buying it. (laughs) 
Okay. Okay. We're good. People are buying hot Uh, dog water. Hot dog water. Hot dog water. Mm, Mmm. Refreshing. Hot dog water. (laughs) Mmm. I just keep boiling the same water over and over and it improves the flavor. Um... And the last article is uh, scientists in Japan prepare for the world's first transplant of a cat brain into a dog head. Oh. Scientists prepare in Japan transplant of cat's brain of cat's brain into a dog's body, bread head. Yeah. Cat brain, dog head. Yep. Okay. All right. So, uh, all right. Well, these are these are something. Yeah. Uh, camp counselor saves camper's life by punching a bear in the nose. Yep. Good God. Uh, That's like, uh, you know, like a real. Um, I thought you're supposed to play dead with bears. Is that not? A th- or is that there's two different schools of thought about how to to I don't, survive a bear attack? I have never encountered a bear. Me neither. But I remember, yeah, I think that that's the thing, right? Like you can either, with a bear, if it's coming at you, you have to, like, I guess if it's running at you, you most likely can't run away because they're fast. They're big, but they're fast, right? Right. So if it's coming at you, they have big paws. They got big paws. They're strong. They're, um, but uh, yeah, I guess take a swing at it or I guess, but if you play dead, they might just kind of thrash you around though. It might try eating That's what I would think. So I'm assuming that if if this camp counselor was trying to save the lives of campers, then it must have been too close to be like, run kids. Right, right. That's that's the only rationale that I have. You have to stand up, make yourself look big and menacing, and then maybe take a swing at it. Yeah. Kind of like with sharks too. You're supposed to punch sharks in the face if they come at you too. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if uh, this camp counselor had a... uh, a uh, shadow boxer projector <laughs> in their tent. <laughs> That's what they should have. Like when you're when you're camping, uh-huh. have a projector where it's an image of a person and a bear. And the person punching a bear. So the bear's like, oh, man, that's going to be my fate. I better get out of here. <laughs> I don't want any of this, man. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> This nose is too precious. <laughs> I don't want to lose my modeling gig. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to re- ask me to replace Smokey. I mean, <laughs> the auditions are tomorrow. <laughs> the auditions are tomorrow. Oh, man. I just wanted a little snack. God bless that camp counselor for doing that. I don't know if yeah. I would, I don't know if I would be brave enough to to be I would probably I would probably pass out and be playing dead because I'm passed out. <laughs> and the bear would start thrashing me around. The kids would get away. I'd be a hero, but because I would be a, a huge wimp, but I would really be saving people's lives, though. Right. And I would probably pee my pants, which would anger the bear. Right. And maybe it would, in disgust, let me go and I'd survive. <laughs> well, yeah, I I guess that's... A... That's 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 the what I, the, what I can hope for. To uh-huh. Happen. uh-huh. That's the be- for me, that's the best case scenario. Yeah. I get thrown around by a bear, but I pee myself and I humiliate myself. Even the bear feels humiliated. The bear gets out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody wins. Everybody lives. I am too upset by this man who just Uh, beat himself. What a disgusting person. How does he? (laughs) Filthy animal. I'm getting out of here. You jerk. You (laughs) whip. (laughs) 
That's the last time I listened to Bigfoot for an easy target. <laughs> Would you punch a Bigfoot in the face? I wouldn't punch a Bigfoot in the face. No. I I don't think I could punch anything in the no, face. No, I really probably could not punch it. Well, I guess I would I would hope that if somebody was like attacking you or a family member that I would do something. The only and time be frozen in fear and play dead. Yeah. <laughs> I do like if you we're being mugged and I just play dead. <laughs> like what do you do when you uh, you <laughs> You're the worst. I just get kicked repeatedly in the ribs. <laughs> you just accept it. <laughs> just leave my wife alone. I think the only time I have ever had the um instinct to want to punch someone in the face has been whenever we're at like like a couple of years ago, we went on a haunted hayride. <laughs> I remember this. Oh. And um, a person, ha- they had the Jason mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The hockey mask. No, it was it mask. was the the white mask. It was like yeah, the the hockey goalie mask. No, it wasn't the hockey goalie mask. It was no, it was Michael Myers. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, and so he came up behind me, and surprised me and i really did almost punch him in the face because he was just walking around like creeping people out like you do (laughs) at those kind of things like it's to be expected but like i i can't go into haunted houses or um be at those things i have discovered as an adult because i just like when i'm surprised Right, yeah. I just, I, I have to, to like, like survival mode. Yeah, you which is where you're at. Yeah. Apparently, punching people in the face. <laughs> wow, so. keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever punched anybody either. I think, um, I remember in high school, or not in high school. I remember in grade school, like maybe like fifth or sixth grade, we were playing dodgeball, and there was there was always like a little ball. There was a few different size dodgeballs that we would use, and there was like a little one you could really whip at people. And I remember I, I threw it. This is terrible, but there was a guy that people used to call. His name was Ed, but everybody called him Fat Eddie because he was a very honey. large guy. He was very big. Like he, in comparison, he made me look small. Uh huh. Like he was very large for. Oh, that his poor age. guy. Yeah. So he had a lot going on. So I threw the ball and I hit him in the chin with the ball, and it was just part of the game, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he got really mad at me. And oh he, no! He confronted me. He's like, "Hit me right here, Dylan." Meh. And I, I couldn't punch because I didn't know how to punch, but I slapped him really hard in the face (laughs) (laughs) and then I ran. So cute. And then I ran (laughs) because I was terrified and I never got in trouble or anything. It was, it was really cool. And, but everybody, even though I had like, like defended myself in like the, like lamest of way by not it was kind of it was kind of humiliating in a way for him to get slapped i don't know who who more it was humiliating for me who could not make a fist and just had to slap a guy or him who got slapped by a guy (laughs) it wasn't it wasn't a proud moment for either of us um but i remember everybody was like yeah man you do everybody thought i was like cool for like half a second and i should have rode that wave all the way into high school but it it quickly fizzled that was the only time i ever was ever in a confrontation with anybody it was all due to dodgeball well, I hope, um, what was his name? Fat Eddie? <laughs> yes, Fat Eddie. My poor guy. God. I, ho- I hope things get better. I hope so, too. Because I'm sure he was a nice guy. He just was branded with that name. Yeah. And that was, that was, it was terrible. Oh, poor it. honey. Yeah, I feel bad. But I didn't mean, I didn't, like, I just was playing dodgeball. Like, I didn't mean to hit him in the face. It just happened yeah. to hit him in the face. Yeah. All's fair in love and dodgeball. Eddie. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it. 
So I hope things are all right for that guy. Yeah. And I hope uh, everything turned out good for that camp counselor. I hope so, too. Like, hopefully he didn't break his hand. Right. Next time, camp counselor, throw a little tiny dodgeball at the bear's face. Yeah. Yeah. His or her hand. I don't know. And then slap that bear across the face. Slap that bear. And then run over to the teachers where you feel most comfortable. Yeah. And you say, no. (laughs) Don't you dare. Uh, Moving on to number two. So what is hot dog water? It sells for $28 a bottle and people are buying it. Yes. So this is just the water you would boil a hot dog in? Yeah. Like, why would you boil hot dogs? That's like the grossest way to make a hot dog. I don't know. It's like the worst way. We, Kevin and I recently had a conversation with someone who said that, was it their school? Their, uh, I, I think going, it was their school uh, boiled hot dogs in milk. Uh, and I found that to yeah, be the most upsetting. It was um, a camera guy. That we were using oh. for a promotional thing. Okay, okay. Um, oh, why would you? That sounds wrong and illegal. Uh, yeah. Like it's, you're poisoning children. Oh, it's so upsetting. Oh, Like oh, you shouldn't boil oh. milk anyway, right? I mean, it's going to curdle. And then uh, you're boiling hot dogs in it. I don't think I've ever boiled milk. I don't know what happens when that occurs. I don't, yeah, it goes bad. <laughs> it I've, becomes bad. I've warmed it up before uh, you don't bring to milk. make chocolate milk. Yeah, you don't bring milk to a boil unless you're trying to make someone puke. Hmm. I don't know. That just All sounds right. wrong. That yeah, sounds it wrong. does. It does. Yeah. So hot dog. Plus, I mean, hot dog. Like, that's the worst way to make a hot like, oh, Like, why would you do that? Don't you have a grill or a frying pan, people? I know. Or one of those hot dog rotisserie things. You're supposed to put the hot dog in the pan, fry it to a crisp, so you can't taste the weird insides of the hot dog, and just eat the blackened outside, right. flavored with the toppings of your choice. That I mean, that's the <laughs> only way to do it. Am I right? You're right, but I got to admit, though, now that I think of it, most of the time that I've made hot dogs in my life, it's take the frozen hot dog out of the freezer stab it with a fork nine times and put it in the microwave mm-hmm. yeah i don't know if that's any better i i don't know if it is i sounded like such a hot dog snob when i started this rant and now i realize yeah. i'm worse yeah yeah i um i never went with i used to eat uh hold hot on dogs. hold on i'm gonna email fat eddie and see what the best <laughs> way to make a hot dog is Aww, oh fat eddie sorry. um <laughs> i remember making hot dogs in the microwave a lot as a kid like that and like <laughs> quote unquote grilled cheese sandwiches which was like two pieces of bread with american cheese in the middle where i just put it in the microwave for like 30 seconds we've done that you've made that for me like in our we've we've taken you've made like a ham and cheese sandwich in the microwave for me before <laughs> like 10 years ago uh, it was still a good sandwich i remember a good sandwich <laughs> you never forget a good sandwich did in me. case you guys are wondering that's how I captured Kevin's heart. <laughs> that actually was like one one of the first times we hung out. I went to your apartment. It was after a night of boozing, and uh, you made a delicious sandwich. It had pickles on it. It had different condiments. It had I blew ass- Kevin's mind. An assortment of I don't <laughs> I don't mean to brag. <laughs> assortment of meats. It was delicious. But I had just left my job as a sandwich artist. You did so... too. You were a sandwich artist too. <laughs> You learned a lot at that job. But I was like, damn, this girl is amazing. Not only is she cool as heck, and I think I'm in love with her, but she just made a kick-ass sandwich for me (laughs) at three in the morning. So Kevin's recommendation to you people out there in the listening world, if you can find a person who makes you a baller sandwich. Put a ring on it. 
put a ring on it. And don't wait 10 years like I did. <laughs> <laughs> so hot. So someone's selling hot dog water. Hot dog water. Why? Is there like a, is there like a, um, a nutritional property to it? There might be. Like, I mean, we don't really know what's in a hot dog. Is that dog. what Gatorade is? Is that hot dog water? Uh, it's hot dog <laughs> water with food coloring and sugar. And possibly urine. And yeah. Mm-hmm. But like beaver urine. <laughs> um, have you ever have you ever heard that? This is probably an urban legend that um, that Gatorade is like a couple of chemicals away from like urine or something like that. Have you heard that before? I've never heard that. It's one. I think it's like you one could of those have urban. used that as a fake headline next week, and I would have never known. I, think, I would have been like, Ooh, I think it's one of those true. like urban legends or something, or maybe it's real. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah. I uh, I don't drink Gatorade. I don't. It's not. Yeah. Well, you never really have a deep down body thirst. I <laughs> do. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Nor am I ever hungover. So. <laughs> <laughs> I the only time I ever drank Gatorade was when I was. Uh, in like for like this, I think it was like the summer before ninth grade. I thought I joined the football team because I was like a big guy, and everyone's like, "You should be play, you should play football." But I was a total dork, so I didn't understand football because I never watched it. <laughs> so I had no clue what I was doing. I got into pretty good shape though during those couple months. But uh, also during the course of those couple months, though, my parents finally got cable, and uh, it made it really hard to want to get up early in the morning and go running with and do football drills after staying up all night watching Comedy Central, which at the time was just like stand-up comedy clips and like weird things. And it, to me, it was like the greatest thing ever. So I think you're a much better person yeah. having stayed up and watched cable. Yeah, that's all. That that's that's what formed me. But. Yeah. Um, uh, that was my uh yeah so only time you'd had gatorade <laughs> that was during those times because i was like man i'm a real athlete man i gotta have some gatorade after my my four hours of football practice and that was really the only time i ever had gatorade was i when i was in junior high i played sports mm-hmm. and um i think that was the only time i ever had it that yeah. and like maybe if i was sick yeah oh that's a good yeah but that's it, true too. it yeah. i don't but now you you see Gatorade out in the wild. People drinking Gatorade out that in the don't, wild don't appear to be athletes at all. Or right, they're just drinking it because they are replenished in some way. Yeah. But yeah, I just it's never been like you see people walking into something work with I've big craved. bottles of it. It's like what, yeah. what are you doing? You're sitting at a desk all day. <laughs> just drink some water like a normal right. person. Drink some water. Coffee. Tastes gross. Well, yeah. then flavor it with something else. Flavor it with a hot dog. Flavor it with a hot uh, dog. And why is it $28 a bottle? Like, is it... I uh, don't know. What kind of hot dogs are these? Maybe are they, it's th- like high grade, like 100% beef or something. Well, that could be... Well, maybe it's a... Is it a Johnsonville Frank? Or maybe it's a Shaylin's? Is that what those are? Those... Uh, a Zweigel? The Zweigel. We're more of a Zweigel family. I don't know. I don't really eat them. But those hot dogs that we had recently, they were like thin. They're more of like a buffalo thing, I, I, I think. Yeah, I don't... Shaylin's? 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 Shish kebab. on a bun, I believe. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like those. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. I may have just made a huge mistake by admitting that. I also, uh... If I do eat a buffalo wing, I dip it in ranch. Oh, Tiffany. Dropping the mic. We're ruined in this town. I don't like blue cheese. <laughs> How could you say that? This is being recorded. <laughs> I don't care. Oh. You know what, you guys? I'm not from here, so it doesn't That's matter. That's true. That is true. It doesn't matter. You're I right. do what I want. You're right. Yeah. And that seat, and I grew up in the middle of Buffalo and Rochester, so we lean heavily towards Rochester for our hot dogs. Yeah. That's just the way it is. That's cool. Sorry, guys. I hope we can all be friends. And I grew up with squeaky 
cheese curd. So <laughs> screw y'all, y'all. We all have our own regional Things. delicacies. Yeah. So back yeah. the F up. Yeah. All right. I didn't want to swear. Yeah, that's uh, nice. Hot dog water. That's so disgusting. Uh, I want to move on. Uh, uh, I wrote siestas in Japan. You, I think, believe it was supposed to be scientists in Japan. It, <laughs> that's correct. Prepare a transplant of a cat brain into a dog head. Yes. Why are they doing that? That's so weird. Science. <laughs> Let's see what we put a brain in the head. Well, did the yeah. Maybe I uh, hopefully it was done because one of the animals was dying and they needed to save the other and the other one. You know what I mean? Like there it was wasn't a, like a sacrificial. Yeah. Thing. Like, hey, yeah. let's see what we could do with these two animals. We'll yeah. Get the brain open. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's how they, that's how Japanese scientists talk. Yeah. That, that sounds completely 100% <laughs> yeah. accurate. Did you feel like you were in a laboratory? I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, yeah, I would, I would hope that these, animals um were uh uh ready to move on yeah. to this and it was just it was a it was an important experiment because yeah. it would help mankind in some weird way yeah i wonder what the dog like what, what could you imagine a dog acting like a cat do you think that that's what would happen do you think that they would like a dog would um Maybe sit down and try and groom itself like a cat does or try to use a litter box. I would assume so because all of the instincts and memories of the cat would now just be in a dog body, right? So that it wouldn't have any dog instincts left, would it? Uh, how but how, how does, different are they? How do bodies work? <laughs> well, I would think I would think that it would want to groom itself and it would want to maybe sleep more. And do you know what I mean? It would want it would do it would do the same things the cat would do. I suppose it depends on the the breed of dog too. Right, like if you put the well, I don't know. Because I mean, there are some dogs that just like they're just naturally more sleepy. True. <laughs> and there are more cats who are who are naturally more hyper. So like, mm-hmm. I would say if it were like a hyper cat and like a Labrador or something, I I that the the behavioral attributes of the two animals would probably be pretty similar. Right. You might not even notice that there was a problem, that there was any difference. Right. Yeah. So, um, I, I think that maybe there could be interesting Findings that could be uh, obtained from from studying this. I don't right. know. Yeah. Does the is the does the mi- mixing of species species does it will will it just be a hundred percent cat like in all of its actions or will it be dog like? Right. In some ways. Yeah. Or will I, the cat realizing it has this new because maybe it's like a really fast dog so now it can be now it can like oh I can run really fast now or yeah so it might take on new property or yeah like new properties new whatever uh huh interesting characteristics Characteristics. it wouldn't be able to like it wouldn't be able to meow or anything but it might discover because it the vocal cords right yeah um but it it might find itself um confused by the sounds that were right it was trying to meow but it turned trying to meow but it came out like a bark that was the name of my third album <laughs> Can you imagine if it was like a a cat um brain put into like the body of 
like a Saint person. Bernard or something. <laughs> because like a cat would just assume that it could, you know, like my cat, for instance, she really enjoys sleeping on my pillow and um, nuzzling her head onto my head at night. <laughs> it is really cute when that happens. <laughs> and uh, can you imagine if like this, perhaps this cat had this habit right. and it wanted to sleep on its human's head it still and do it. it was a St. Bernard and it just smothered the human. Oh, you're right. Cause the cat would have no concept of like its size. I don't think cats, right. I don't think animals have any concept of that really. Yeah. I don't think so. Cause like a large dog will still want to get on your lap. It doesn't realize like it doesn't see the absurdity of it all. It's, it's like just... a dog trying to hide behind a tree, but you can still see its tail wagging. R- yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like you can imagine that there would be some situations. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. These are some doozies. Thanks. Uh I am gonna go with the camp counselor saving the kids as being the real story. You think that's the real story? Yes. You are incorrect. Yeah. Incorrect, sir. Uh-huh. <laughs> then I'm gonna go with the hot dog water. <laughs> That is correct. <laughs> Why? Ah, uh, it's gross. It is disgusting. It's so gross. Tell me more about this. Okay. Um, let's see. What website did I... Okay. This is from bustle.com. Bustle.com. Bustle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, give me one second. Take a deep breath. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, what is hot dog water? It's being sold for $28 a bottle, and people are actually buying it. <laughs> um, this comes from Vancouver, Canada. Of course. And it was served at the Thanks. Car Free Day Festival. Um, and uh, it... Okay. A strange new drink served at the Vancouver... Canada Car Free Day Festival proves that people can be convinced to try anything if it's touted as healthy. Oh, God. Yes, hot dog water is a thing. It's more expensive than a bottle of wine, and it sounds super gross. (laughs) Yes, it does. The unfiltered hot dog water dreamed up by a company at the same name, of the same name, excuse me, costs $28, which seems totally bananas considering the fact that you you can buy everyone you know a hot dog and serve them regular water for the same price. <laughs> That's true. You could just buy a buy a six-pack of hot dogs and stick them in a glass of water. Boom, <laughs> hot dog water. Canadian news outlet Global News reported that a sign at the hot dog water booth claimed that its miracle drink, which <laughs> is served in a glass bottle with a single hot dog inside, can uh, help you lo- look younger, reduce inflammation, and increase your brain function. It makes you look younger because only a child would be carrying a hot dog water oh. around. <laughs> Water isn't the only thing people could buy at the booth. Hot dog water, lip balm, uh, hot dog water, <laughs> breath spray, uh, and hot dog water body fragrance were also for sale. Oh, is that a hot dog breath you have over there? Mm. Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I gargled with hot dog water before oh, our date. Oh, it's so gross. It was bad. Uh, so it was done as like a joke, right? This wasn't a serious... Was this? Were, did the company do this to make a point about it or did were they sort of in on it i'm getting there okay i'm just my mind is blown right now (laughs) uh while the hot dog water was real it was also a sophisticated experiment Ah, in human behavior interesting 
and people who shelled out 38 Canadian dollars, $28 US, played right into the hot dog water company's hands. Uh, Vancouver website Daily Hive reported that the hot dog water sign also featured a disclaimer that read, Hot dog water, in its absurdity, hopes to encourage critical thinking related to the product, marketing, and the significant role it can play in our purchasing choices. The takeaway from here is that if it's packaged in a sleek bottle and promises to solve all of your problems, you'll buy it. Interesting. Um, There are two reasons people part with their hard-earned money, to gain pleasure or to avoid pain. Huh. Hot dog water meets both of these needs by promising to solve all of your health problems that allows you to avoid pain because it touts uh, both younger looking skin and improved brain function. It triggers your pleasure center. Who doesn't want to look younger and up their IQ for by a few points? You know what? I was just uh, interrupting you for a second. Yeah. Uh, So 28 American dollars is worth 38 Canadian dollars. Yeah. That's what it says, according need, to this article. We need to go make, spend some money in Canada. Yeah. Holy cow. I had no idea. Holy smokes. Holy, mano- holy hot dog water. <laughs> 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 holy little smokies. <laughs> holy little, that's what you use for change. Yeah. It's little smokies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, forget the loon. Uh, Global News reported that the artist, uh, the the excuse me, that the creator of Hot Dog Water is an artist and uh, his take on it... A real water artist. A real water artist um, of health and wellness. His commentary on the snake oil salesman... Sorry, my contact is messing up, so I'm having trouble reading. uh, Of health and wellness marketing. Uh, Psychology Today cites... A study published in the Journal of Consumer Research that calls a phenomena effective conditioning which is a transfer of feelings from one set of items to another we allow advertisers to have access to part of our mental world they have a paid opportunity to slip information to us for what feels good the information ultimately affects the way we make choices whether we know it or not i feel creepy so the packaging is very um important because the hot dog being in the bottle Mm -hmm. um it was you know the bottle was bright and shiny in a plastic bottle and it looked uh, looked like expensive and fancy that you needed to have this even though it was trash and it was one single hot dog placed into the bottle Mm. rather than like cut up pieces so i mean that how how uncivilized yeah (laughs) (laughs) um the last little part that i want to get to is uh it's a sort of commentary on the product marketing especially the sort of health quackery um product marketing so like i think right now we we tend to see a lot of things in our marketing world where it's like you know, do this and you'll look younger. Right. But the, I mean, that's a tale as old as time. Right. And but marketing nowadays is very good. Like they know everything. Mm-hmm. They, 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 uh, were, were certainly, uh, at their mercy. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly by this, uh, experiment. You know what I think we should do, Tiff? Is just have a nice tall glass of hot dog water Gross. and call it a day. Gross. <laughs> um, Leslie, do you want to take a wild guess at how many people bought uh, and drank this water? 200 oh it's less than that oh 100 uh more than 60 wow really yeah that's amazing that's disgusting can you imagine being one of those people like what a fool and then you're like oh what have i done 
And will they admit it, or will they just be, will they be like, no, guys, it's really healthy for I you? I don't know. And just like just double down like on do- it. Like double, yeah, they stick to their guns. They would. they would totally stick to their guns. Be like, what, no, yeah. I feel great. I actually see an improvement in my skin. Right. That's that is what we do in this modern world. Is we yeah. double down when we're when we find out that what Never we believe wrong. in isn't isn't the, the truth. Right. It may be fake. Yeah. We double down on it. We say nope. Nope. You're fake. Got it. <laughs> oh man. What a fun episode this was. This was a very fun episode. I also enjoyed you reading that last article because of your contact Popeye style. <laughs> I, did, I had to read it with You're one like eye. I, I, I wish my... you had a monocle to put on over that. It would have made the thing much more enjoyable to watch. Oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't see it clearly and it was just too much effort. I know. Plus we're sitting here in the dark and pretty much so. But now we have our light back on. It'll start flickering any moment now. So any that's moment. exciting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's have some hot dog water and we'll call it a day. Cool. Uh, that was fun. <laughs> that was a good time. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. You can uh, check us out on Twitter at Fakehead Pod, Fakehead Podcast on uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook. Anywhere else? Those are the only social medias we're on right now. Right? Yeah, those are the big ones. Yeah. Those are the ones. We have a website. We got a website, fakeheadlinespodcast.com. You can link to all of our shows there. You can download them. You can stream them. We're available on Laughable. We're available on Stitcher. We're available on Spotify. We're available on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. We're everywhere, man. Follow, like, subscribe. Yes, leave us rate. a rating, please. Yes, on Apple, please. If you're on, uh, if you're using Apple Podcasts app, please just give us a rating. You don't have to write a review, but if you do, that'd be super cool. Please, it helps us so much. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>